Hey everyone, it's me, Sean Capri, and welcome to episode 49 of a brand new rebooted We the Gamer cast. It's hosted by WeTheNerdy.com and it publishes on iTunes and on Google Play every Monday. Thank you for being here, for listening to this here podcast. Thank you for subscribing and rating us on iTunes. If you rate us on Google Play, I haven't checked. But thank you if you did. I don't even know if you can. Who knows? Thank you. Uh, if you guys are new, here's the deal. Every week I have sweet hangs with a stranger from the internet and we talk about video games. And of course, if you want to be part of the show, all you got to do <laughs> it's pretty much this simple is tweeted me at Sean Capri. Of course, it's Sean like Connery Capri, like the pants. And uh, if you're not new, you knew or know that last week I had maybe the best episode. You know, I say this all the time and I have a hard time saying I, I guess every episode should be the best episode. Like shouldn't be getting worse. <laughs> if that's the thing, like maybe this week's episode is the best one. But uh, as of right now, this moment of all the ones that have been published last week with Chris Berto from Black Tie Gaming, that was pretty special. I feel like the show kind of turned a corner. And that corner continues on today uh, with some real talk. I don't know if you guys are enjoying this. We Sometimes we do a lot like some nostalgia trips. Sometimes we do people's you know, origins of their gaming, how like the Christmas where they got their N64, things like that. Things of that nature, as Bobby Pauls would say. Um, but last week and this week, we, we didn't really do that. We had real talk. And I hope you guys are liking this. I don't know. It's um maybe just as the summer comes to a close, fall is, it's time to get real, I guess. So I talked with Chris. I was very happy with. I know a lot of you have sent him kind words. So thank you guys for being there. And it's it's hard when you put yourself out there like this. It's it's a weird thing that for for the first few episodes, I remember recording this going like, well, nobody's going to hear this. So who cares? I'll just say whatever I want. <laughs> and then as I as I start to get interactions with you guys and it becomes real that there's somebody on the other end of this that is i don't know if you're working or if you're if you're driving or if you're on the toilet if you're on the toilet by the way just hit pause and give us a review um okay so if you're back now after hitting pause thank you so much for that review um so what the hell was i even talking about anyways some real talk with chris it continues on we're going to have some real talk but before that i want to give a quick shout out to my new boy brendan myers also known on on Twitter as King of the Pirates. Hang on a second, Brenda. Do you have a zero instead of the O? Do you? Is this is so hard for me to tell people what what you are? King of the Pirates. The O may be a zero. I cannot tell. I wish there was like. Anyway, <laughs> this is the worst shout out ever. Sorry, Brendan. Sent me a very nice email to myself and to Bobby Pauls. And uh, I needed it big time, man. Uh, that was a very nice. You had very nice things to say to both of us. And this is this is a hard week. Um, a couple weeks ago, I did a ride to conquer cancer. I talked about that, and uh, I, I promised that it would be a little while before I opened up one of these things without video game talk. But it's that time again. If you don't want to listen to this, you can just fast forward to my chat with with Zach. But it's going to be a little more of this too. So it's actually. This is a very timely episode because this morning, uh, Sunday, the 11th of September, um, I did a 10-kilometer run, 
So you may hear I'm kind of like my voice. I, I feel like my voice is off. I, something's up. So anyways, I did a 10-kilometer run in support of suicide prevention and mental health awareness. And this is something that is very close to me um, very recently, uh, December of 2014. A very good friend of mine uh, took his own life. And so every year since then, I guess just last summer or last fall and then today, uh, a bunch of us get together. We were there for his mom and his dad, and we raise some money and we do a little bit of a run. And so this year was harder, I think, than last year, which is strange because it's not as fresh, but maybe that's, I don't know. I should have asked Zach about this a little more. We, we touched on it just for a second. Um, but it was a, it was a cathartic morning. And then even now this is, this helps. I don't know if this is good to listen to, but, um, a tough, tough morning for sure. We had, um, man, You know, I was thinking before I started recording this, I'm like, I'm gonna, I should do like a moment of silence for for Justin. And as soon as I thought that, I'm like, that isn't, that's the opposite of what should happen for this stuff. This a moment of silence is not the right thing. We should all be very aware that this is something that, like, for Justin, my friend Justin, he was, he had the brightest smile. He was the life of the party. You'd never know that he was going through stuff and. I guess that's just the way that it always goes. And uh, I miss him dearly. I miss him a lot. And we put together a nice little picture, like a collection of pictures that was there along the route today. So uh, it was a tough day. So anyways, trying not to be silent about this. But if you guys are here with me along this, whatever this is, We The Gamer Cast, um, I appreciate it. yeah, just a just a tough day. So I was trying to figure out like, do I fake and just kind of do my thing, do my spiel, do like let's just talk about video games, or do I do this? And I, I actually like I used to write big long notes for these little intros, and I used to like if any of you listened to like the very first, it was like scripted, it was really bad. But now I just kind of I've got a couple bullet points, and this wasn't even on there. But anyways, I, I've talked to you now for about five minutes about this. Um, but yeah, I don't know if, if anybody, if any of you guys are ever like having dark times or if, if you just any of that stuff, if you need somebody to talk to, I am here. I know Zach, you'll, you'll hear him talk about this as well. Um, Zach is there. Zach, I'm just offering, (laughs) I'm just going to like offer your services to people. Um, but really just anybody, it just, it's okay to ask for help. I swear to God. I don't want to lose somebody else that I know or anybody. Nobody should lose anybody to this. It, it's it's awful. Um, so thank you for letting me talk about this. It's, there's no sweet segue going from that into video games. But I guess if there is ever a time, it's this week when I have Zach Erickson um, studying in this area. So I wanted to talk to him about it. As I mentioned, this is something that, that hits close to home for me. I feel like this is uh, 
uh, an area of study that I actually would have enjoyed going into. So I wanted a deeper dive into that. I promise I relate it to video games at a certain point. If you guys don't know, Zach Erickson is the host of Nintendo Dads, probably one of my favorite podcasts that I listen to. If you haven't already subscribed to it, you need to check it out. Even if you're not into Nintendo, um, or if you once were, if you're maybe like a lapsed Nintendo fan or something like that, go listen to Nintendo Dads because it will renew your your energy. And it's not just a fanboy podcast, but we'll talk about that in there anyways. It's on iTunes and wherever else you get your podcasts. Nintendo Dads, not Nintendo Dads, Nintendo Dads uh, with Zach Erickson. You may also remember I had Justin Masson on uh, a number of weeks ago. We, we chatted. We did more the the... Um, origin story with, with Justin and I and I want to have Zach on a little later to do that with him as well um, but I know life is real for him he's getting back to school actually the day after we recorded this he had a baby boy so I'm happy to hear that the baby is healthy and everything is going great and I'm glad that he made time for that <laughs> he just man very gracious with his time so very grateful to have Zach Erickson on this week's episode I hope you guys like it any feedback you have at all please send me a tweet at Sean Capri uh, or you can send me an email we the gamercast at we the um, just anyway any anyway if you guys want to get some sort of feedback my way I would really appreciate it. this is a very different episode it already is um, it it carries on we'll get back to video games at a certain point but this is as the married to the games guys uh, say this life and games games and life life and games something like that so here he is Zach Erickson to ask you i want to get we'll get to nintendo dads and well i want to get to your your new podcast um but i want to go right off the start and jump into what you're studying for what like your focus on on mental health and like what Uh exactly are you going to be doing once you get to throw your your graduation cap in the air yeah that's a really a really good question uh, because there's a lot of different so i I guess I'll start with I'm studying uh, the the program, I guess, is technically called like a Master of Education in Counseling Psychology. Um, and what I am planning to be once I'm done is a registered psychologist. Mm-hmm. So that's like, a, you know, that would be somebody it could it could be anything from like uh, like a, a therapist. So like an actual like counseling therapist that people go to see. Uh, and, and that's kind of where I'm leaning towards. Uh, and basically when you do that, you kind of choose to specialize, you know, quote unquote, specialize in a specific area. You basically, in order to register, especially early on, mm-hmm. uh, you have to basically pick an area and then kind of demonstrate to the college of, in, in this case, the college of Alberta psychologists, um, you have to demonstrate to them that you are competent in that particular area. So you have to ha- like have a supervisor early on who also works in that area. You have to kind of have training in that area. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so at this point I'm kind of, I'm kind of leaning towards uh, a couple different things, probably like anxiety and depression and that sort of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but also uh, ADHD and, uh, and, and sort of that aspect of it as well, whether it's, 
with kids or with parents of kids or adult ADHD. So, so uh, I'm the, the why those is, why those areas? So uh, yeah, like with with ADHD specifically, I actually found out when I was how old is that? Like 23, 24, something like that. Uh, I was in the middle of a psychology class and I was assigned to give a presentation on ADHD and they, and they have a, you know, basically as part of preparing that preparation, that presentation, I'm like reading over the symptoms and I'm like, there's questions like, do you consistently leave your keys or can't find things? Or you consistently have a hard time focusing or finishing wrapping up the details of a project or like the, you know, going through these sort of diagnostic questions. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is me. This is me. You know, I just sort mm-hmm. of realizing and, kind of you're not supposed to self-diagnose you know (laughs) that sort of thing but i i was like okay there are i'm answering enough of these questions to refer myself to you know the on-campus psychologist right uh and so like i went and saw a doctor and they referred me and sure enough like a couple months later i had a diagnosis and started taking medication and uh i was actually one of the lucky few like but before that happened essentially what was going on like i had a if I really enjoyed a class, then I would do really well in it. Right. But if I didn't, then it was about it was about one of the most boring, tedious, terrible things to get through if it was a class I didn't like. Mm-hmm. And so uh, after that happened, I was like, oh, okay, well, I started taking medication, and I actually was able to pay attention in class. And medication doesn't work for everybody, but in my case, it did. Right. Um, yeah, and I just you know got hooked up with a coach later on as well that kind of taught me some more organizational skills sort of thing and so i kind of like oh i kind of kind of figured it out i kind of feel like as i kind of figured out my own self learned a lot of lessons that now i feel like i could go uh take those that sort of experience and apply it to work in the in the field of psychology as well so that that almost seems ser- that almost seems serendipitous to me but i i feel like Maybe there's more to it there. I've I've t- I've only taken a few psychology courses in my time in university and and that sort of stuff. But I remember very vividly um, the one the one professor I had spoke about how most people who become psychologists uh, have troubled past. He and he talked to you about himself, and I'm not necessarily suggesting that happened with you. But was it was there something like what what was it that sort of push you to that area of study to begin with? Cause it seemed like you had the, the tools in you to identify those sort of symptoms or those things about yourself. It takes a, like a special, like inward reflection. Like not everybody looks mm-hmm. at themselves in that way. And so I'm, I'm curious as to like what signs were there for you that this was an area of study that would be kind of what you wanted to pursue? Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good question. I think part of it, was I've always had this sense and this this feeling that I wanted to have like something where like I was like part of what I wanted to do with my life was to uh, to improve the lives of other people. Yeah. And and I um, and I think that's pretty common. And I think what you're referring to as well is that sort of I think I think what they call like the wounded healer or something like that, mm, right? Mm-hmm. Where where you know a lot of people, especially in the sort of you know you look at therapists and and things like that, and and there it is sort of a almost a, I don't want to say a cliche, but there's again you've been through a lot, right? And I, there definitely have been several times in my life where I've kind of gone through uh, you know and struggled with 
with just kind of, you know, bad things that have happened. I had a friend who, when I was in, ah, it was ninth, nine, grade nine or 10, where he actually, you know, a friend of mine committed suicide. Yeah. And as a, a group of friends kind of figuring out what that meant for us, you know, and kind of getting through that together. Um, yeah. And I think, I feel like a lot of it is just kind of, I think that combined with a sort of, I like my dad growing up was a, uh, he, he worked for a, at a government research center. It was like agricultural research, but he was a scientist. Mm-hmm. And so it was interesting to, to kind of grow up, grow up in a situation where it was like, it would, I was always encouraged to, you know, think critically and, and, but it was think critically, but also be respectful. And like, there was always this sort of balance between the two of look out for other people and, and be respectful and, yeah. Uh, you know, be a caring person, but also be um, also be a, a good critical thinker and, and hardworking. And so all of those things sort of combined uh, when I was in university, I was like, I had no idea what I was going to do. And I thought maybe I'll get into medical research or something. And I took a psychology course and somebody came in and was talking about, I think it was, I can't remember what it was, but it was, it was like a introduction to psychology mm-hmm. and it was basically just all of the professors on campus would come and give a guest lecture. And the one who taught abnormal psychology, which is basically like an overview of all the different mental illnesses and things like that. He gave a talk on, I want to say it was like bipolar disorder or schizophrenia or one of the ones that's a little bit more severe. Mm -hmm. And just to see like, Holy crap, this is the brain. Like this is what happens when your brain gets sick. And this is amazing. And look how much different a person can be. Uh, you know, like we talk all the time about, oh, well, the person's stomach is sick or, or, you know, a person's stomach, there's something wrong with that. But when it's the brain, look what happens when when that and that was such an interesting thing to me that that's what led me down the, the path to be interested in mental health. And then I, that led me into neuroscience. And then by the time I actually got a master's in neuroscience. But by the time I was done that, I was like, I do not want to do neuroscience for the rest of my life. I want to work with people. And so then mm-hmm. the, the problem with that is a master's in neuroscience, uh, or sorry, when you get into counseling psychology in order to get a P I couldn't go straight from a master's in neuroscience to a PhD in counseling psychology, because there's a lot of practical sort of, you know, experience with clients and things like that to get mm-hmm. into the program. So by the end of it, I'm going to have two master's degrees, which is a little bit a little bit much but it's kind of badass though like when you say it like that like <laughs> it's <laughs> it's like a little bit excessive i'm like oh the thing is though is that i wouldn't have gotten into the program that i'm in with just what i had done with my bachelor's either but i feel like it, if it i wanted to talk program. to somebody i would want to have that like those things on the wall like on the wall like those mm-hmm. degree those master degrees on the wall um so i wanted to ask you we'll jump into how all of this somehow connects to Nintendo dads and a new podcast project. <laughs> um, but I wanted to ask you briefly a little bit about kind of the, the bridge between very textbook, very clinical, very kind of almost cold science to the very warm, the very like the, the emotional side of things and actually speaking with people. Like how are you like, is that, is that a, what what side of that comes more comfortable to you, or do you see them as being yeah. do you see them as being separate like that? You know, it's interesting because I had finished uh, like the, my cohort that I'm in, uh, the the group of people that were all accepted into the program at the same time as me. Right. Um, 
they actually at the university it's a pretty small group uh, i've seen other program there was another program i applied for down in lethbridge and they accept like 20 people at once they accepted nine um in oh, the wow. program that i'm in and so like within that first and they the another big difference is that they they throw you in and start having you work with clients a month into your program so you literally like that first month it was literally here are basic sort of active listening skills review these we kind of expect that you should know them by now because you've been accepted to the program right um but but it was basically you know okay here you go here's clients and you, it's just like oh, whoa whoa you know that sort of a thing but, yeah so you never get kind of institutionalized or settled into a textbook you're getting exactly, practical right yeah. away yeah uh, and and it was yeah so basically the 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 differentiation some of them were coming from education degrees i was coming from a very hard science right um but there was one girl in my class who um was like had been to india and like over like tons of different places and had you know like the very classic sort of it's almost a it's almost a stereotype of like yeah man like this <laughs> is you gotta feel your chakras and whatever right and i'm just like i have no idea what the heck you're talking about but uh in kind of having the the, the program would encourage us to kind of interact and I, what i soon realized was whether it's this really touchy feely stuff or this hard science it was all kind of coming back and talking about real people and what was going on with them and whatever was happening within an individual person was valid and important to that person and whether I was coming from it from a, an understanding that, okay, well, this person's stress response is doing this with this mm. neurotransmitter or, you know, if I start thinking about their life experience or their emotions or, you know, all of that. What, what was most important of all was that I was present with that person who I was talking to in front of me and everything else was just informing that conversation and that relationship that I was trying to form. So, right. So, yeah, you're not presenting uh, theory or anything like that necessarily, you're not solving problems on the spot. And, and I've had um, – it's a, it's a strange thing to have something like this in common, but I recently just actually – uh, in 2014, a friend of mine, a really close friend of mine committed suicide and I had one of my first conversations with, um, with a counselor and, mm -hmm. uh, I was, I think that sometimes people have like, maybe there is like a, there's, there's a stigma and there's no doubt about that uh, to mental illness and all of that. But there's also a, when you're, when you're in the moment and you need help and you need to talk to somebody, you almost think that you're going to get something other than what you actually, or at least what I got, I didn't get a solution yeah. from my cup. I, I had about an hour long conversation and it was the most helpful thing that I've ever been through. And, and it was so different. And so mm -hmm. I wanted to ask you like, what, what do you think is like the biggest misconception about the area of, of psychology and, and mental health and the areas that you're studying? Yeah. Yeah. I think, and again, I, I should I should uh, clarify as well. Like I, I'm still in school to be a therapist, right? So like I have had experience. <laughs> yeah. I've had experience on both sides as well. Right. Um, I guess yeah. Like I think a lot of people and a lot of people go to to therapy specifically, thinking, all right, I'm going in and uh, and they're going to fix me, 
right? Yeah. <laughs> and it's, that's not really how it works. You know, my at least my perspective on, you know, as a as a therapist, what my job is is to really uh, help a person through you know through conversation or through sort of guided exercises or just kind of having the ability to ask the right questions uh, be able to have this person kind of come to more of a realization for themselves of what's going on and how they feel about something and, and kind of help them process it and then and then decide what they want to do and help them sort of set goals and and, and figure out how they want to, how they're going to accomplish what they want to mm-hmm. accomplish, whether that's overcoming trauma or, uh, you know, just under, kind of trying to wrap their brain around, you know, something like having some a friend commit suicide. That's a a big thing that happens, and it's it's something that just having somebody to talk to is insanely helpful, just so that you can kind of hear your own thoughts come yeah. out in words. You know, like that is that there's so much power in just that alone. Well, and that's so. why I love that I feel like there's a huge power in podcasting. And this is where my skills come into play. We're going to segue a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love the power of podcasting, the power of just having conversation, whether or not it's a hard gaming conversation or where you're talking about like the bigger things about life and things like that. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. want to get to right after I've got one more question before I jump into your new, your new project here. I'm wondering if, and with all of the disclaimers of where you're at and where you're not graduated yet, um, but uh-huh. do you, for whatever it's worth, do you do you feel like there is some sort of link, um, and not a causal link, not a not a cause and effect thing, but maybe more of a correlation between anxiety, depression, ADHD, and gaming? Like, do you have any sort of thoughts on the relationship between? gamers and and those um mental illnesses or afflictions or anything like that ah uh, you know that's a well there's so many yeah i that's a really good question i i wonder i i know for sure there's a ton of stereotypes out there right, right. and i think that i think that you know the idea of the 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 nerdy guy who's socially <laughs> awkward or whatever uh in in their basement uh i think that let me just sit here and wrap my brain around what I want to say. <laughs> when I want to, I also just, I'll give you a moment too. And I'll just kind of just so for the listener too, cause I'm not, I'm not digging at this. I'm not, I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not even suggesting. And I, and I think you understand. I just want to clarify the, um, like that there's a link, but it's not causal. It's not that I'm not suggesting. I don't even think right, that yeah. games cause this, but is there like, if, are you more inclined to be a gamer? If you suffer from anxiety like maybe it's the other way around i don't don't know but i think it's i think it's an interesting thought exercise yeah there's two different things that i'm thinking as as you say that so there's there's the escapism of it that i think is a big part of it Uh, i think that anytime that somebody uh is catching themselves playing and you know an excessive amount of video games or an excessive amount of anything frankly ask and this is something that I kind of learned from my from my uh, from my ADHD coach as well. Was some was she would just be like, okay, well, what about? Because what would happen with me too is that I would I used to have this tendency of like going to the mall with my headphones in, listening to a podcast, and like specifically when while I was trying to uh, write my thesis, my neuroscience thesis, 
I'd go to the mall and like window shop and listen to podcasts. And I was talking to her about this and I was like, I don't even know why I do it. I just like, I just decided, man, I'm just going to go do this because it's relaxing. Mm-hmm. She's like, it sounds to me like avoidance. It sounds to me like you're just avoiding something that you really don't want to do. And you're just doing that because it's, you know, you would rather do that. That's something that's enjoyable to you uh, instead of doing, you know, instead of facing real life. And I think, I think that's part of it. Is that was the shopping games... the shopping that was the avoidance, or was it the interaction with people? And I only ask because I listen to podcasts when I go shopping, and I start to recognize that in myself. And I'm you like, just maybe start this is like drifting just... around the aisles, and I'm not even looking at anything. I'm listening to my podcast. You know, it was more of just that I was trying to avoid writing my thesis. Oh, okay. Right, and so and so I think that that's and for me it was just list, just sort of listening to podcasts and window shopping and it was just sort of a nice leisurely thing that i could do instead of writing my thesis and i think video games are are another form of that where it's just something enjoyable i would rather be doing this than something else and mm-hmm. i think that there is something to that as far as anxiety and depression goes that's not necessarily a bad thing though i think that's a, a coping strategy and in doses it's a it's a great thing right like i yeah. think it's it's a it's awesome for mental health but it it can go too far. I had a, I had a roommate once who, who would get after me because I, I love to play video games and he didn't really play them that often, but he would come home and obsessively talk about basketball all yeah. the time and was like looking up basketball videos on YouTube. And I was just like, man, what's the freaking difference between your obsession with basketball <laughs> and my obsession with video games? It's yep. the same thing, man. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, that's kind of how I feel about that. It's anything that is an escape when taken too far is a negative influence on people's lives. I... So that's the first half of that. The other, um, the other side of that, I think, is... And I just read something really interesting the other day that was that there seems to be a really strong correlation between people who are creative and depression and anxiety. Yep. And at least in my mind in sort of reading that this, the sort of commonality between those two things is some people seem to be really good at drawing relationships between things. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, so if you can see, if you can kind of see this sort of think out of the box, big picture, and that's the kind of person that you are, then, uh, then you also are more likely to see, you know, worst case scenario sorts of things, or yeah. maybe this is why, you know, you can kind of see, well, maybe this person is actually mad at me for this and that. And kind of having your brain is constantly making more connections and associations. Yeah. Um, and and so that may also the very thing that makes a person creative may also put somebody at a higher risk for depression or anxiety. So, I, I only I only laugh because that's me to a T. That's better than any. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's exactly <laughs> like I'll actually like I will be at work and I'll be like, this is what I bring to the table. I, 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 I create connections where other people are not seeing connections. And I do consider myself to be a bit more on the creative side. And then I do like start to connect kind of reality to worst case scenario, which causes a little bit of panic. But uh, as you can tell, like mental health is definitely it's it's. It's in my life every single day. I think about it all. The, and I feel like if I wasn't doing what I do now for a living, and I feel like I, I just didn't have like the right um, introduction to it. Like I was mm-hmm. already sort of on my path in terms of going to school for, for marketing. But mm-hmm. because in a business degree, they, they make you – it's not – quite as narrowly defined as some other degrees out there. Like when you go to nursing school, you become a nurse, you know, that yeah. sort of thing. Um, 
so I had a, a, a little taste and I'm like, man, that in another life or even, I don't know, parallel universe or something, that's, that would definitely be my interest. I just don't know if I probably don't have the, the study ethic for, for that. I, I, I barely got through. <laughs> I got, yeah. bees, bees get degrees so we'll, we'll it's, stick with that it's, it's yeah but it's i find it i find cause... it fascinating i mean like that's it's just it's part of our everyday lives and that, i mean what other area of study can you live and if that's what you want to do like you can live and breathe it literally and mm-hmm. i don't know if that you find that to be exciting or daunting but that is what it is i guess mm-hmm. and it's really interesting too because it's it is something that i feel like i'm learning things constantly and it's applying the things that I'm learning, I'm applying them to my own life and how I interact with other people. Yeah. And I've noticed even just in the past year, cause it's a two year program. I'm halfway through. And that first year, just learning how to really form, you know, and having a, a good practice of learning how to interact with people on a really uh, emotional level and, and validate somebody who's in front of you who's struggling, having being able to take those skills and like apply them to my marriage, apply them to my relationship with my kids, like mm-hmm. all of those sorts of things. It's huge. And I'm just like, Oh, I'm, thank goodness. Because if I didn't, <laughs> you know, like I, I look, looking back, I'm like, wow, I, I didn't know really how to communicate at all. I didn't know how to. Yeah. It's like life school. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, I would, I would come home and you know, like my, my wife would be, you know, something had a crappy day at work. And I'm like, Oh honey, don't worry about it. It'll be fine later. And it's just like, wow, really? That, that was, was helpful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. And whereas I come home now, it's like, wow, well, a really crappy day. I'm like, oh, that sounds really terrible. I'm really sorry. You know, and yeah. I'm like, oh, like that. And just to see the reaction difference, I'm like, oh, I, I feel like I'm actually helpful in my in my family's life now. And I'm, you know, that sort of thing. So yeah, all about communication. I don't know if are you ready to talk about this new this new project, this new podcast you've been kind of teasing a little bit? Yeah. What so, is going on? Okay, so here's the thing, and we we've recorded um, we've recorded episode zero. Nice. Um, which is like you know telling what it is and everything like that, and we're gonna probably. We're, we're kind of hoping to record a few and get a few in the hopper, uh, so to speak, and then launch so that we can maybe, I don't know, if we have it scheduled right and everything, then my dream is that we end up on like new and noteworthy in iTunes or something, which would be awesome. Oh, good call. Uh, right? So, so be a little strategic with that. But um, if we were to actually, able, if we were able to do that, then that would be awesome. So uh, it probably won't launch for a few more weeks, but... Uh, basically I am, it's, I'm actually doing it with one of my classmates in school. Uh, and her and I have, have kind of worked, you know, we, there's lots of discussions at school of, you know, just discussing new research that's come out or discussing different topics. And I basically just said, you know what, we really could just record these conversations that we have and just release them (laughs) as episodes. And so we kind of have, have run with that idea and, um, we, we're very, very deliberately kind of staying away from an advice type show sure. because we're not really qualified to do it for one. Right. And it's not really the kind of show that we want to do either. So it's going to be more focused on psychology and mental health topics, but um, just sort of having discussions about them and being really actively, you know, really actively soliciting um, feedback from the community and kind of having other people's perspectives on different topics and, and things like that. So, so it's really cool. It's, the called? Kind of thing, it's called between your ears. 
Oh wow! Um, yeah, <laughs> that's so, a, that's amazing. That's such yeah, a good name. So, so it's basically it's. It, I actually did a um, a podcast back in the day. It was all like psychology and neuroscience myths, and I actually mm-hmm. did it as a, an independent study uh, during my undergraduate. And I think it's still on. I might still even be on iTunes, but it's going to be pulled down when we do the new one. So, um, but yeah, it's it's. I think you can just go to betweenyourearspodcast.com dot com is what the website is going to be. Uh, and you can follow BYE cast on Twitter and everybody can kind of, you know, follow over there and see what's going on. If that's something you're interested in, but bycast is really good, really good at uh, SEO. <laughs> yeah. Don't even realize it's a real word by between your ears by. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really, yeah, we're pretty excited about it. And so, so this seemed to, like, it seems to me that that came pretty naturally as a suggestion for like what you guys should be doing. Like where, where does podcast even start for you you mentioned it a couple times we know that you do nintendo dads mm-hmm. um like where where does the infatuation i, I i'm dodging around obsession um like where no, does the okay. love for <laughs> it totally i is. definitely have it i definitely have the podcast obsession but like where does it all where does that all start with you uh so i think it goes back to when was it now i think i want to say late 2008 ish yep um, I, I was, I, it was actually World of Warcraft. I was playing World of Warcraft. There and it is. Like, and, uh, I wanted to find podcasts about stuff where I was looking at, no, what I was doing is I was just looking in, uh, in iTunes for World of Warcraft stuff. And the instance came up, which is a Scott Johnson podcast about World of Warcraft that he's been doing forever. He's now got like the whole frog pants network. But um, at the time, he was basically only doing The Instance and Extra Life Radio. And I started listening to this, and very quickly, like, I remember back in the day, even as a kid, like, we would, we would like, rec- we had, like, a tape recorder and would record our own radio station and be like, hey, this is Billy Joel coming up next. And then we would, like, kind of, it was like a mix between, like, talk radio and, like, a mixtape. Sure. You know, and we'd, like, do our own fake commercials and all yep. stuff like that. I was probably, like, grade five. Uh, but even back then I was doing that and, and then I listened to this podcast and I was like, I could do this. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like not the, not in like a net, in like a derogatory sort of way, but sure, like, sure. how hard could this be? You just open up a, you know, you just record yourself talking and then you release it to people and they listen to it. That sounds easy. So I, even back then, like a friend of mine and I, like we did a, I basically on and off been doing it ever since. Um, with no real, not a whole lot of traction, you know, I was just yeah. like, Oh, I want to do a sh-. I basically would find somebody who I wanted to do a show with and it would be some sort of random show, you know, just like we'd talk about, I did one with my friend Brady, uh, and we talked about just sort of like, um, you know, self-improvement stuff. And then I talked to it, I did one with, I actually was on Infendo radio. When was that now? What is that? So the podcast still exists, um, but it was a, I, it was a podcast with Sean Buckley, for, who now works, I think, I think he still works with Engadget, or maybe not, uh, Alexis Santos and Will Thompson, um, who some of those people eventually ended up basically creating VGTribune.com. Okay. Um, and so I, I listened to Infendo and was like, hey, hey guys, uh, I want to be on your show. <laughs> And then, like, that's basically how it worked. And I came, I came on as a guest. Uh-huh. And after that, they were like, yeah, 
let's just you can come back that'd be fine and i just never let them not have me on the show after that and eventually i was like the fourth chair (laughs) i love that that's like somehow like some of the best friendships are made from basically doing what at least my parents told me never to do which was to invite yourself over to a friend's house (laughs) just kind of like putting yourself out there i want to be here and you're like oh i'm not going anywhere so that's the introduction to vg tribune i'm guessing that this is where there's a bit of a translation over to um to Nintendo Dads with Jesse Waldack. Um, yeah, so that's where Jesse was. Jesse ended up being, I think Jesse originally was one of the listeners to Infendo Radio. And then when we, and he was like a regular sort of listener, he'd be in the chat room, he'd email us, that kind of stuff. And then when we created bgtribune.com, he was interested in joining as like one of the writers. And then I, and again, Jesse's probably going to listen to this and tell me I'm off here, but, uh, <laughs> but that's, that's kind of, and you know, now Jesse is like one of the, one of, you know, the co-CEO, you know, editor in chief or whatever of VG Tribune with Will. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Roger is on VGTribune.com as well. He does a lot of stuff through there too. Um, although he kind of has transitioned into his own stuff as well, his YouTube stuff, but um yeah it's just sort of this random thing that just continued to happen and then when uh when justin when justin reached out to me on twitter and was like hey uh you listen to scott johnson's podcast and so do i and we both live in lethbridge we should go and have tim hortons (laughs) (laughs) you guys both swiped right so then you met for coffee (laughs) exactly right and so and so we went on our little date there and we just decided we were going to do a podcast and like, I'd never met this guy before, but we had good chemistry almost right away. So we just started Nintendo dads, you know, it was really funny. It was I, one of those, it was I one of those blind dates that worked really well, I guess. I don't know. That, I can't remember. I wish I should have wrote, wrote it down because the, the episode is just classic. Like the way Justin tells the stories is, is it blows me away and it, you know, I, I've had the pleasure of hanging out with you guys, and it does seem like you guys grew up together. Like, I, I totally know people does. who um, who have been friends since high school, or, like, I have neighbor Matt, who I've known my entire life. Like, there, there's a difference, and it does seem like you guys have known each other for definitely longer than you actually have. It was, like, two years, maybe. Yeah. yeah. But it's, like, it's more of, like, a, a brother type of friendship. Yeah, and I wonder, you know, I wonder if part of that... Uh, just as you're saying that, I I think part of it, honestly, we really could attribute to the fact that we were both pretty big fans of Scott Johnson at the time. Yeah. Um, and he specifically has a very, he's got a very specific flavor, like especially if you listen to his morning show, The Morning Stream, he's got a very specific flavor of like, you know, when they talk about politics, when they talk about interpersonal things, like he just fosters a very specific kind of community over there yep. that is very, you know, very jokey, but also very respectful and supportive of the community. Like, like people can go there and be 100% who they are. And you, you just know you're comfortable being who you there with other people, like regardless of, of what's going on in your own life. Like mm-hmm. there have been people who, who have come out as transgender at his nurtacular event right and like this is the only place that i have ever felt comfortable enough to actually you know come out as transgender to anybody and they do it at this convention around you know people that they've met on the internet right and so i i think that that honestly is probably a really big part of it because because of that sort of community that he created and it's just the kind of people that that 
feel comfortable reaching out to another person on Twitter, you know, it says a lot about Justin for, for him to be comfortable to, to reach out to some random stranger <laughs> and say, Hey, we should meet for, for, you know, for Timmy's and have a, and make a podcast that will then have a bunch of people listen, you know, well, it's and equally for you to be receptive to that. Now I heard, I've heard, um, Justin's side of this. I'm curious as to where, where were you with Nintendo at the time? Were you, were you, diehard nintendo fan were you a lapsed nintendo fan were you kind of like where were you with your relationship with nintendo uh, when when this uh, it's idea been came so out? it's funny because i go back like i even when i was when i was doing infendo um mm-hmm. i like especially in the wii era i was very i actually was very critical of nintendo yeah um like i i the idea of the wii remote and nunchuck i've never liked it you know i i think it's okay as a, a standard you know as for Wii Sports, a Wii yep. Sports controller, I think it's okay for, and I think they made it work for a lot of the games. Um, but then I can't remember exactly. I think the Wii U must have been out by then. Yeah, it was. But uh, I don't know. I've always kind of been hot or cold with Nintendo. And mm-hmm. the funny thing about doing a show about Nintendo is that I, when I'm on my cold, like I can never be 100% cold like I have been before. <laughs> Right? There's not really an option to put my 3DS on the shelf and let it collect dust for six months. Yeah, because then we we'll have, have anything a to talk about. Cartoon picture of yourself in a Mario overall. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think at the time I was probably pretty excited about it. Like that would have been two years ago, uh, which would have. I'm trying to think what games were out around then, but it, you know, the Wii U had just recently come out, and uh, there was a few. If I'm, you know, there was quite a few good games that were. It was exciting there was like this sort of optimism at the time about the wii u like all right they're gonna they're gonna pull through man there was something about it (laughs) right like there was there there was a there was some optimism there i think Mm -hmm. uh but even when at the time when we were trying to figure it out uh we had kind of said okay well how are we going to position ourselves we don't just want to make another gaming podcast because nobody cares about another just random gaming podcast there's a million of them out there um, not to disparage people who are doing gaming podcasts, but that's just, you know, we wanted to do something that was a little bit different and serve a specific niche. And we kind of looked at, well, what about like gaming, like a gamer dad sort of yeah. thing. Um, and I specifically was like, well, I only, I don't really follow the like Xbox and Sony enough to, to be able to, you know, competently do a show about them. And not only that, but as a dad and as a student, I can't really afford either money or time to follow all three of them either. Right. right? Totally. So, so we're like, all right, let's just stick to Nintendo. And then we went with it. So, and we're like, well, what are you going to call it? It's like, well, Nintendo dads has, sounds like it's probably got pretty good SEO, you know, like that's that. And it's pretty self-descriptive. So let's just go with that. So, I love it. That's like the banner on your guys' Twitter uh, at Nintendo dads. It's, it's pretty self, pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. So. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and people very early on were like, well, you should have done Nintendo dads. And me and Justin both were like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, but then <laughs> nobody Googles Nintendads. They Googled Nintendo, right? Or they Googled dads or game. You, you don't want to get sort of too thing. cute with it. Yeah, then it's too cutesy, and it's like, no, it's just like we literally are using somebody else's trademark in our own name, so that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's, been the, what's been the best part so far for you doing the show? Like maybe something that you didn't really expect doing Nintendo Dads every week with these guys. Uh, yeah, I think, I think honestly, the big thing, like, we don't have a huge community. We've got, we've got probably, you know, uh, we've got a, a, a fairly decent community now. 
who is downloading and listening, but there's this core group of people who, you know, like the people who support us on Patreon, yeah. uh, the, like specifically we, we have an option on Patreon where if people pay, I think it's $5, then they're allowed, then we let them into this line chat with line is like a, a messaging app. We specifically chose line because Nintendo has a bunch of like emojis on there and we're like, Hey, cool. We'll do that one. So well, that works. Yeah. So like, they've got like Splatoon emojis and stuff in there, but, um, so we specifically, you know, anybody who's $5 or more a month gets into this line chat. And it's basically just like this chat room of like the hardest of the hardcore Nintendo dads fans. And we all kind of talk together and not that we, not that I don't value everybody else. Cause I absolutely do. Um, but those guys specifically, it's really fun to, to interact with them and, you know, just to, to get all of that interaction from, from people on Twitter and, and Facebook, uh, I just never really, because before this, I never really reached a critical mass where people were emailing us every single week and we had enough to kind of create, you know, they were, we were getting enough feedback to actually have content Mm -hmm. to, you know, to trigger that conversation. And, and that's something that is really satisfying to, to know that people are engaged and, and interested in what we have to say. And, you know, even more recently, we've started having more people kind of, ask us like soul searching questions about parenting and about like growing up and, and what, uh, you know, what video games meant to people back, you know, why is it that this particular game I really love so much, you know, and why do I have these nostalgic feelings and kind of just a whole lot of exploring and and stuff like that. And we almost sort of jokingly call it the video game therapist sometimes, but uh, (laughs) it's, it's just, you know, it's just fun to, to, to get into past that superficial sort of email, the email discussion. And it ends up actually being a meaningful connection with another person over the internet. Uh, You know, and, and I, I think that's definitely the most, the most important for me. Has it changed? Has it changed your, like, I guess I'll, I'll keep referring back to it as your relationship with Nintendo. Like, do you find that it gets stronger, weaker? Like, do you question it? Like I know just doing, if we ran Nintendo with, with Bobby and just kind of having, having Nintendo front of mind every week at the very least, once a week, I'm thinking and talking about Nintendo far more than, than really I ever have, even though I've always kind of had as part of my life, I found that my appreciation, my, like I, I, I pick up my 3ds far more often now than I did. Like, I'm curious if like this show has, has changed or is it just kind of reinforced what was already there i guess i think it's i think it's definitely it's intensified every emotion that i have (laughs) good and bad (laughs) right so like when like when they really nail it i'm like oh my gosh that is amazing like Mm -hmm. you know like i get really excited about it i dig more into you know the e-shop stuff more than i ever have before and i i really feel more passionately when they when they drop the ball too where i'm just like what what you know like <laughs> you na- you named the it, the new galaxy style new nintendo 3ds xl <laughs> right like stuff like that where i'm like it's so i get really passionate about it now and i always was a little bit passionate but when i i think it's i think it's i give i have given myself permission to be more passionate about it too totally where where i'm not like so like okay well it's just video games or whatever it's like no but this is video games and my opinion now people care about my opinion about it therefore you know there's a lot of stuff that goes along with that but 
Um, yeah, and I love how Canadian you were about trying to make that statement too. It's like it is like people listen, but like nobody really cares. But like care, like I, it was a very Canadian, <laughs> like very humble way of saying. I have like, a really hard time. <laughs> Honestly, like this is this is for real. Is that I actually have a really hard time with with the idea that anybody cares what I have to say at all. You know, oh, like you I, and me both. <laughs> I'm just like I don't. It, and it's not just it's even not just through the podcast it's just in general mm-hmm. like the idea of me and people like actually listening and caring about what i have to say like my concern is always like i really hope that somebody doesn't think that i'm super high on myself because that's totally not what i want at all mm-hmm. uh you know that kind of a thing but uh again very that, canadian we all i think we all think that way no like we it's it's a fine line to bat like you want to put yourself out there you want to be confident but you're like i don't want people to think like my shit don't stink exactly right and it's like i don't like i think my my greatest fear is to have somebody uh accuse me of of being you know really narcissistic um because i think deep the the scariest thing is that deep down it's probably kind of true which is probably the scariest oh part my god <laughs> you're just like pulling these thoughts right out of my brain and like this is exactly this is exactly me i had a conversation with uh with a listener antonio he ended up being part of the show he, he helps me a ton antonio again he i made it i made a very brief comment in one of my intros about um, a racing game, Dirt Rally, I think it was. And he told me later that he was going to buy the game, and because of my 10 minutes that I spent with it, or whatever it was, I spent very little time with it, and I had made a comment that it was, wasn't very good, he decided to not buy it. And I, it was my first time that I ever had anybody tell me that they had altered their purchasing decisions based on something that I had said. And I'm like, oh, yeah. the power you yield with this podcast media. <laughs> well, and the thing is, yeah, like we had that just recently with um, with uh, Metroid Prime Federation Force. And everybody yes. was super down on that game and everything. And I got, I got it and I was like, oh, I'm kind of enjoying this game. I know. And you, then, I you know, really I enjoyed hearing... your guys' show that you guys did. I know you guys were, you and Justin were, were maybe a little self-conscious about it. Or I don't know, maybe just um, doubting it a little. But the, the show that you guys did of you just playing it. I've yeah. always wanted to do a show like that, and I would never be able to pull it off the way that you guys did. That that did make me almost – I almost wanted to buy it. I'm not quite there yet, though. It was almost like – like in retrospect, it was almost like a, like an audio version. I don't know if you've ever watched Giant Bombs sort of like extended preview things that they do where they just sit down and play a video game. Or I guess IGN does it too. Right. But it was like a, it was like a strictly audio version of that, and I was like, this is – nobody else has done this before, I don't think, where they just literally record the audio from the game and just – continue to talk i, don't know, I it was loved interesting. it i loved it you guys should definitely do more of that cool, <laughs> as yeah, if you're no, gonna have good. time of that <laughs> well and here's the thing is like that's the i, I liked it because it was like well i'm me and justin are gonna play this game anyway so we might as well record it right totally. <laughs> so kind of knocked two out, <laughs> like a two in one do you but find it was funny. Like... sorry go ahead i was just gonna say it was interesting because because so many people were down on that game and then we kind of released that and we kind of released our initial impressions and people were like, yo, you know what? I might actually buy this. And like a bunch of the people in the line chat went and bought it. And I was like, Oh crap. Like every time I, I give a review and I'm like, okay, are people actually like, what if this is a crappy game and I just like a crappy game, then what happens? <laughs> you know, like now has my credibility gone down or like, <laughs> like I might no longer, I don't know. It's so I just, I just try and be authentic with it and, and hopefully that that comes across, but yeah. It's just... I, I definitely think, I definitely think it does. I was, I was going to ask you if, um, if you find that now that podcasting is such a 
a huge part of your life. Like the fact that you go, well, we're going to play it anyways. We might as well record that this. And you're doing the same with this new between your ears. show. Like, do you find that it alters even just real life conversation? Like maybe we should record this or maybe we should have show notes or an agenda or like a list of things you get like in, in real life. Maybe I'm taking this way too far. No, I, I know what you're saying. I don't, I, I definitely can like, I'll hear again, in situations like when I was having those conversations, it's like, you know what? I bet you people would listen to this conversation. Totally. And my brain will kind of pick up on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, I, I think it's funny too, though, because the flip side is almost true now where I've almost developed a, a separate personality where like, and you can probably even, you know, like you and I met in person and I'm a lot quieter and more reserved in person than I am in real life or and than I too. am on, on the podcast. Yep. And it was funny because when I sat, sat down with Angie to record our first episode, like episode zero for Between Your Ears, um, you turned I, it on. I immediately started projecting my voice more and like just started doing it. And and I was like, no, Angie, you got to speak up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right? like, you got to project, you know, those sorts of things. Like you got to mm-hmm. mic technique and, and projecting and being more animated and all those sorts of things. Uh I'm way more animated and like I talk way faster when I'm podcasting than I do in real life. But, uh, it's just funny how like, I'm almost, I almost have this different personality. It's weird. I'm the, I'm the exact same and the, and being aware of it just makes it all, makes it all the worse. Um, well, and that was funny. You're saying that like being aware of it when, when I met you and you and Justin started joking about, I had said, I can't remember what it was. There was some phrase that I said, like, yeah, right on or something. Right like on that. or very right cool. On. And I was like, what? Right. On. Like, that's a thing. Like people are picking up on that. And there's like, you know, like you and your, your wife had like a drinking game or something going on. Like, I, don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, what? I was you stopped doing it though. I wish we didn't say it. Cause I think you, you I know I did. I did it. as soon as that you, okay. So yeah, you noticed it. And now I'm like, Oh yeah. Okay. And no, I think I, I got self-conscious it. about it and now it's, it's gone forever. It's weird. Yeah, that was so funny. Um, <laughs> Uh, I always, I always want to, uh, as we're, as we're wrapping up a little bit here, I always want to ask people kind of like what, as we're getting into the fall, we're getting into Christmas season here. Yes. I said Christmas, everybody. Oh man. I, yeah, I've heard people even already start to dance around that. But anyways, what, what has you excited? Like what has already, like, I don't know if you're pre-ordering anything or what, what has already claimed money out of your wallet man yeah well the nintendo just had their 3ds thing i'm trying to remember what that is uh what's going on here and i'm gonna pull up (laughs) we actually have a doc that we share in the nintendo dads um that is all of the upcoming nintendo games yeah um and so we all kind of say like okay i'm thinking about getting this one and of course my internet's not going to load it um games that are coming up well i guess one of the big ones that is that is that I'm actually playing right now is the new World of Warcraft expansion. Uh, I'm back into that. I, I I've been very hot and cold with, or kind of off and on with World of Warcraft. But um, this new expansion, man, is so good. I don't know if you've ever played WoW before, but it's it's uh, uh it is something uh, really special that they've that they've kind of brought. They've recaptured the magic of that game that they have that they kind of lost for a while. Yeah, and so I've I've really been enjoying that a lot. Um, I I I totally missed the World of Warcraft thing. It had a huge, huge, like if you weren't in it and you were on the outside looking in, you're you're kind of like not in a judging way. You're just kind of like almost. I was scared. 
Like I started to see like the, I remember there was these discs at Future Shop, which is like our Best Buy here in Canada. Like the the, yep. the two week trials, and it's just like I know exactly why you do that. <laughs> like because you mm-hmm. just you won't be able to quit after that. So I was I was terrified, and and when World of Warcraft was, I guess at its peak, I wasn't as I guess in touch with my inner nerd as I definitely am. I am on a I'm mm-hmm. on the internet talking about games every week. So I, yeah. I and I wasn't there back then. I was more playing NHL on 360 and like things like that. And and I, I grew up like when I was younger I, I had PC Gamer magazine and I was definitely a nerd. But I don't know, there was something about World of Warcraft that just really terrified me and I felt like it wasn't my crew. But now I, I've I regret missing it. Like I, it, that's totally mm. my jam. Like I would totally because I, I loved Warcraft. I loved Starcraft. I like what World of Warcraft ended up becoming is like the seeds were sown with those early role playing games. Those, yeah, those Warcraft games, or, yeah. um, real time strategy games. Yeah, so I, I definitely regret missing it. And now that it's kind of it's got this resurgence with this new expansion, and between that and Pokemon, I'm like, man, I feel like I don't know anything about games. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's a uh, World of Warcraft is pretty. It, it's it's been pretty fun. Uh, I actually started. Uh, what really got me into it was actually I played City of Heroes back in the day, which was an MMO as well. But I'm I've always been huge into superheroes, like way more than fantasy and stuff like that. But uh, oh, okay. City of City of Heroes was my first foray into MMOs, and it was basically like a you'd create your own superhero. They had a really cool character customization uh engine in that and you could basically create your own superhero uh and then when i when when i kind of discovered world of warcraft um my dad actually was playing it before i was and i was like okay i'll try this out and and he was like huge into pvp on that and which is really funny actually in retrospect um i guess (laughs) not not funny but just but just that you know like not all not all dads are into you know pvp and stuff and well not then now i think now i think more dads than ever Probably. Probably. Well, yeah, like, exactly. But, like, at the time, um, even just thinking, you know, uh, growing up, it, I, I didn't really ever see a lot of other dads that were that were into gaming, I guess. Uh, um, but, yeah, it's it funny. So I, I got into that, and it's it's been a blast. So that's one. I think Pokemon Sun and Moon, I'm excited for that, too. I know my son is crazy excited nice. um, for that. And so we're probably both going to play that one together. We actually are, like... Um, because it's so, it's coming out like close enough to Christmas that we need to justify a reason that I personally felt like I needed to justify a reason to get it to him before Christmas. Don't you find that such a pain <laughs> in the ass? Like, like this whole like holiday season of games coming out and you're like, well, I kind of just want to play it now. I don't want to wrap this up and wait six yeah. weeks. Yeah. And so, and so I basically, I, you know, I, me and him are probably like, he is going to be working on his chores he's six and so we're like all right you got to brush your teeth and get up on time and go to bed on you know stuff like that and he's basically over the course of between now and then he's going to earn his copy so that on launch day he's going to have a copy and i'll have my copy and we'll probably both do stuff for nintendo dads of, of that so that'll be fun um, does, so that's my is... justification for not having my wife say no it's for christmas it's like <laughs> no he, i'm putting the boy to work and he's going to no. be a media personality and whatever so i don't know you have we'll like see. newly painted walls or like a renovated yeah. kitchen <laughs> exactly right so when does uh, when does your son make his podcast debut oh that you know well he's the one on the on our end bumper right yep. that's him 
Um, and we've done some YouTube videos. Like, I think, I think it was him and I actually did a reaction video to, I think it was, we were going to do one for the, for the actual Nintendo E3 video, but we ended up, he ended up having too short of an attention span. Um, and so, and so he, he was like four at the time and now he's almost six, but, uh, he, but we sat down and watched the smash brothers direct and I think it was actually like the last year YouTube's gaming channel or whatever was just launching and they actually like highlighted our smash brothers direct reaction video and like it was on the main page of like YouTube oh, gaming no or something as a reaction video and I was like what and it it was crazy that we got I don't, we didn't get a ton of views on it because I think it was kind of new and it was like kind of a niche thing with like Smash Brothers, you know, that sort of thing. But we did get highlighted on their main page, which was pretty cool. That uh, is so, awesome. so, he, so he was like four years old and already highlighted on YouTube. But you're like, Justin, you're out. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Justin. Yeah. Oh, that's so, hilarious. Yeah, so I, yes, Pokemon Sun and Moon, I think, is the other one. And then I don't know, Nintendo doesn't have a whole lot like. It's funny because, and we're kind of thinking about, you know, this Nintendo Direct that just happened. And there's a, they announced a lot, but there's also like a lot of like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm kind of excited. Uh, Mario Maker for 3DS, but there's no online stuff, you know. And there's like, there's, uh, I don't know, a port of Woolly World, and there's a port of this, and there's like this Mario Superstars game that basically is just Mario Golf and Mario Baseball and like all the, you know, it's a bunch of stuff. That Pikmin game looks sweet. Oh, see, and Look I was that. just, I was flying after that, the direct, I, I want all of those things. <laughs> they, they all look great. Like they look, they all look good. Like I played Wooly World, but yeah. I, I would love to play, you know, I would love to that, play it again. I love that That's game. definitely a problem that we've seen with Nintendo. And I, this is a whole other can of worms. We'll close after this, but it's kind of like, you know, they, they, Jesse mentions it all the time on your show where. There's sales, but it's for the games that you already have. There's yeah. ports coming to 3DS, but it's all the games that the dedicated fans have already played on the Wii U. So it's yeah. it's an interesting time, and I, I I love talking about Nintendo. I love listening to Nintendo. Let's close on this. Let everybody know um, all of your podcasts. Where can they find you guys? All of that good stuff. Yeah, so I guess if you want to follow me on Twitter, um, it's Zach Erickson, that's Z-A-C, or Z-A-C, whatever. There it is. Z-A-C-E-R-I-C-K-S-O-N, or Nintendo Dads is at Nintendo Dads, uh, and Between Your Ears is going to be over at B-Y-E Cast. So all of those, and yeah, I guess VGTribune.com is where is where Nintendo Dads is found. That's where our home is. So check that right out. Right on. I've wanted to say that all night. <laughs> Thank you so much, <laughs> Zach. This has been awesome, dude. <laughs> right on, man. Awesome. Thanks again. It's been fun. a very special shout out by the way we're just going to jump into this we'll get to the rest in just a second you guys need to go over to youtube.com search for nintendo new system episode three you can find it on the nintendo dad's channel my good friend gary gray has made me an animated character uh (laughs) it's pretty awesome i have to say um i i think that i look dashing as a as a cartoon character i deliver some very weird and creepy news it's it's a strange thing you guys need to go check it out gary gray is insanely talented 
So again, go to youtube.com slash Nintendo Dads. It's, it's called, the episode is called Nintendo News System. So Gary has been kind of writing some jokes for some awesome people on the internet like me and like Justin Masson to deliver the news on this kind of quirky little video. So go give it a like, go give it a view, share it with everybody. It was so much fun to do. Maybe, maybe we'll do that again sometime, Gary. That was awesome, man. Thank you so much for doing that. Thank you so much, Zach Erickson from Nintendo Dads. What an awesome dude. Did we talk about... Again, I recorded this last week. I don't know. I don't want to ruin the illusion for you guys, but I didn't sit there with you and <laughs> listen to the conversation. We're both... We both live in Edmonton. That is awesome. We've got two of the best podcasts on the entire internet basically happening right here in the City of Champions. Incredible stuff. I, I hope you guys like that. Again... If you have any feedback whatsoever, good, bad, ugly, if it's indifferent, count as feedback? I don't know. Uh, send me a tweet at Sean Capri, Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. Send me an email, we the gamercast, all one word, no dashes or underscores, we the gamercast at we the nerdy.com. I would really appreciate it. You're going out on a limb a little bit here, you guys. <laughs> uh, and depending on what you say, who knows? More or less, I guess, is uh, it's totally up to you. I, I clearly can do both. I mean, that's obvious. <laughs> oh, my goodness. One last time here. Um, if, if we didn't talk about it enough, here is where you can support Zach on all of the interwebs. You can support the podcast Nintendo Dads. It's on iTunes. Uh, Twitter, at Nintendo Dads, all one word. You can also do Instagram, Nintendo Dads, YouTube.com slash Nintendo Dads, or the website VGTribune.com. Where else? Oh, you can support them on Patreon, Patreon.com slash Nintendo Dads, and have sweet hangs, sweet Patreon hangs. <laughs> oh, man, I got to get on that. I got to do that myself, actually. I got to get myself as a Patreon. Okay, let's close this thing out, you guys. Thank you so much for being here and listening. If you're new just go ahead and hit that subscribe. It's going to pop up on your feed next week. That's how that works. So, oh, and tell a friend. Tell people on Twitter. Retweet. Uh, check my Twitter, by the way. We have a contest. I probably shouldn't have buried this lead, but here it is. I'll send reminders out as well. We have a contest. I'm giving away a game. It is a great game. You may like it. It's called Metal Gear Solid Five or V. Metal Gear Solid The Phantom Pain. The Phantom Pain. We're giving it away. I have a couple of copies to give away. Two on PlayStation, one on 360. Don't ask me how that works. <laughs> but if you have 360, I mean, I, I wonder how that actually runs. I want to give this to one of you. You, have, you tell me. You don't have to, but, but tell me how it, how it goes. Uh, that would be interesting to me. So check my Twitter for more information there. We'll do some sort of retweet, follow type of deal. So uh, sometime this week, we'll launch that information on wethenerdy.com which is the website that hosts this beautiful podcast look at that segue sean nailed it go there to check out nerdy stuff like comic book stuff i had i haven't written anything in a long time so i i started to pull up the old typewriter and do a couple articles i have a, a day of sex or sorry deus ex on consoles experience that i tacked on to our pc review by john clark uh that was a lot of fun and then I think that the Nintendo NX, or sorry, that Nintendo should delay its reveal for the NX until 2017. 
And I'm not going to tell you why here. You got to go to wethenerdy.com to go check that out. It's very controversial. I know, triggered, all the rest. So please go to wethenerdy.com. It's the whole reason I'm here and that uh, you're listening to it too, I guess. That's probably not the reason you're here. Uh, you can also find me on a movie podcast. It's called Nerdflix and Chill. That's on iTunes and on Google Play as well. It's also on We The Nerdy's YouTube channel, youtube.com slash We The Nerdy. Last week, we did a review on a movie that I can't remember. I'm not going to look up, so you should go check it out. Damn it. What the hell was that movie called? We did Avatar. That was terrible. And then, oh, now I remember, now I remember. It was The Light Between Oceans. Super sappy. Holy crap. Maybe that's why I'm such a downer mood. This stupid movie podcast I'm doing on the side. You can also uh, find me on If We Ran Nintendo with my good friend, Bobby, the Nintendo Guru Pauls, who has safely returned to New Jersey from the Disney World. I am uh, miss that guy. It's weird because he's never really here like with me. He's in a different country and across on the different side of it. I don't know. It was weird. Miss you, buddy. So we'll get back to recording that this week. It's been a while. You can find that on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and on YouTube.com slash NintendoGuru. Otherwise, this is episode 49 of We The Gamer Cast. It's now in your ears. Thank you again for listening, and I will be back next week. I hope you're there, too. And now it's time for Jason! 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 Sean! Sean! Sean, where are you? Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!